Welcome to the Good and New Podcast. Where the sponsors are fake and the hosts are buzzed. And we say fuck your feelings. Enjoy the show! And we are back. Episode 3, Good and New Podcast. Kyle, how you doing? Pretty good, and you? Um, Fan-fucking-tastic, and you? Can't complain, and you? Goddamn right. Uh, and right away, mom, sorry, goddamn, not supposed to say goddamn, and that's something I'm going to goddamn work on. Um, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> she's she's not going to be happy. All sorry, right. Dad. Yeah, you, we're sorry. You'll, you understand. All right. We are here, episode three. Today is January 19th. Uh, you're hopefully listening bright and early January 20th. If not, fucking figure it out. We need better support out of you. So some housekeeping from episode two. Um, The listens and downloads continue to pile up. Uh, Different countries, more groupies. They're just throwing themselves at us at this point, which we're married men, happily married. So thank you, but no thank you. Muscles from Brussels. Appreciate it. Uh, Looks like a second listen. A second listen, which we talked about you. So... The, the gentleman or and young lady, whoever it might be, I have no idea, the old man in Belgium, Brussels specifically, thank you. Um, some other fun countries. Um, Colombia, that may or may not be good. I'm not sure yet. It's probably Pablo Escobar's relative. Yep. Um, which, I mean, we can talk. There's some good things that could potentially happen there. Denmark, Nigeria, Zambia. Guyana. Guyana, Georgia, the not the state, and Argentina. It just the list goes on. So what we're finding is when we uh, use the RSS feed website, you can publish the podcast to a variety of different uh, services: Spotify, Amazon Music, Samsung Podcasts. Who I don't know who would listen to a podcast on Samsung. I assume that's a TV thing. Good for you. That's just probably the most difficult way to listen to one of these fucking things. But, um, and then we're working on Apple Podcasts. I, I know that some people prefer that. I like it myself. I use it for everything except Joe Rogan. Tim but, Cook is kind of a pain in the ass, though, isn't he? A lot of hoops to jump through geez, on that one. It's an absolute circus. So we're working on it, okay? Lay off. Um, but yeah, so listenership is up, numbers are up. We are. Um, not quite in the money yet, but things are trending in the right direction. So we greatly appreciate everyone that takes an hour, uh, 20 minutes, whatever you listen to. Thank you. I will say I'm going to try to get better at this, doing some of the the chapters or the information, telling people like, hey, this part, you know, trivia in episode one was at this starting oh, point. Oh, yeah. I like that. That's always helpful. It is nice. And if you only got a little bit of time, like your drive to the daycare to pick up your kids, the grocery store, work, whatever. If there's something you really want to hear, I'm going to get better at flagging that and letting you know when to start. So, But anyways, thank you. Um, yeah, the other hot, excuse me, the other housekeeping from episode two would be the hot takes that we had for Wild Card Weekend. So the NFL had a quite the fucking showing for some of the games. Super Wild Card Weekend. So, yes, yep, that's trademark. So now we are fucked. We shouldn't have said that. The hot takes, we can start with uh, the good and go to the bad. So, Kyle, two for two. Yeah, um, started out with Chargers-Jags. Um, 
I didn't bring it up in the podcast, but I knew that if the Chargers didn't take a 32-point lead, that it was in the bag. So I actually turned the game off when it was 27-7 at halftime um, just because I knew Trevor Lawrence was easily going to pull that one out of his ass. Yeah, Um, well, I mean, smart uh, approach on his part. You get your four interceptions out of the way quick, and then he just starts scoring points. Yeah. Um, Also, the Chargers were not the biggest loser out of that game, uh, I actually saw that some dipshit put a $1.4 million bet on the Chargers to win that game once they went up 27 nothing. Yep. He would have won, or she would have won, $11,000. That's it. And I now they're that. out 1.4 mil. They, they live bet it when the score was that way. And the fucking, it's just like a brag maybe to who you're with or you're such a... Jaguars fan? I don't or Jaguars fan. I don't know anyone. Chargers fan. Oh yeah. They put it on the Chargers. They put it on the Chargers. You're such a Chargers fan that you would do that just for fun because there's no like monetary benefit. No. Fucking idiot. And I saw if you would have done the opposite and put it on the Jaguars to win, it would have been like four million dollars or something. I don't know, even know. Like an astronomical amount. I guess maybe they should start listening to the good new podcast. Yeah. Yeah, Kyle will give you the correct picks because he's two for two. And that's just, you can't beat it. The next one, what was the other one you had? Uh, the second game was the Giants over the Vikings. Oh, yeah. Yep. Um, so glad that happened. Easiest pick of the weekend. Um, <laughs> and I, I, are we doing picks again this weekend? Should we wait, maybe see how wrong you can talk about how wrong you were yeah. on your upset? Yeah. And then maybe just each pick a game. I like, I like to set expectations and then improve upon those. So what you did is you fucked yourself because you're two for two and now you're going to just, you know, plummet. And I'm like, sky's the limit for me. So nice job. Um, but yeah, I think we should do some picks. Maybe we film a little, you know, like a selfie video or two and throw that on social media when it gets closer to the weekend. Um, and we can put that up on the picks. Maybe we do that. Maybe we don't. Stay tuned. Speaking of, follow us on social media. Instagram is probably going to be the best bet unless you're 70 years old, like my mom. Um, no, she's, I don't know how she is. 64 or 5? Doesn't look a day over 61. Um, God damn it. G-N-U-P-O-D. You're just digging yourself a hole. <laughs> she's states away, so I have nothing to worry about. Um, G-N-U-P-O-D. That's Instagram. So, at symbol, G-N-U as in good and you pod. So, follow us there, please. My hot take, so I wanted it to come true. I do like Brock Purdy. He's played a average slash awful first half in that game. Yeah, I would say definitely subpar yeah, the, the first half. The Seahawks could have fucking shoved it down his throat a little bit more, but he didn't have a good first half. Whatever, I assume Shanahan has somebody else talk at halftime because Shanahan's a loser. Oh, um, and he can't hold the lead after half, so... yeah. Uh, 28-3, people don't forget. People don't forget. Um, I assume somebody else fired up the you know the, the locker room and got them back into it where they played a really good second half. Hated watching that, um, but I do support Brock Purdy. I still think he's going to have a little bit of a blow-up that's going to cost them the game. Don't know when that'll happen. If they win the Super Bowl, they fucking win the Super Bowl. Yeah, but, no, that's when it'll happen is the Super Bowl because Kyle Shanahan cannot win a Super Bowl. So, do you, so with... And we talk, football starts that we get rambling about it. I mean, we're already almost eight minutes in. But do you like, 
losing in the NFC Championship or going to the Super Bowl and losing? If I'm going to lose, I don't want to make it all the way to the boat and lose. Yeah. That's just going to hurt more. I yep. mean, not well, saying that what the Packers have done has been fucking awesome because it still feels like a kick in the dick every time they lose the NFC Championship game. But, but it's easier to say, oh, fuck. I mean, that game, yeah, we, we had a hiccup. We get to the Super Bowl and you watch the two teams play. Fuck, we would have showed up way more than that team. or we, It's just easier to talk your way out of it. So. Yeah. I would agree. I don't want to lose in the Super Bowl, which Aaron Rodgers has never done. That's true. Undefeated in the Super Bowl. Undefeated in the Super Bowl. Uh, Aaron Rodgers has as many Super Bowl rings as the rest of the NFC North combined in their entire franchise histories. Boom. So, suck on that. Suck on that. All right. Football talk. We'll, We'll let go of that for now. Oh, other than um, Tom Brady, <laughs> I do got to point out, we keep talking about how much of a douche Tom Brady is. Yep. Did you see? He mouth-kissed his parents now Oof. after the loss. But is his dad hot? No, it's his fucking dad. Dude, if if I ever tried to kiss my dad, he would punch me right in my cocksucker, and I would fully appreciate that. <laughs> and for people that aren't familiar with that term, you're saying your mouth is your cocksucker? Yes. Okay, yes. got it. That's typically, yeah. Well, I mean, the guy in Brussels, I don't know what they do over there. Oh, yeah, that's true. I forgot we got uh, worldwide listeners now. Yes, we have to give them a look in what uh, small town Wisconsin, you know, the the history and the heritage that we're brought up on. So that's kind of, it's a normal term, I feel like. It hasn't been completely canceled yet, and maybe in some circles. But anyway, yeah, Tom Brady, absolute loser. Um, football talk done for at least five or ten minutes, then we'll get back to it. All right. Um, and we move on to, on this day, historical event. So today is January 19th. The historical event list is a good one. So if you have a little bit of time, you might be interested in some of these. Kyle, I'm going to let you start. All right. 1785, the first manned balloon flight in Ireland. This guy had to be completely shit-faced. I'm Guinness and Jameson. How else would you be the first person to ever go up in the air in a balloon? Yeah, you're like, um, hey, fucking Patrick. What are their names over there? I don't even know. Ryan um, Fitzpatrick and Patrick, Patrick Fitzryan. Fitz. <laughs> hey, hey, Ryan, you want to uh, go up here in the hot balloon? That's not an Irish accent. Just leave the sheep alone <laughs> for a, a little bit and get your drunk fucking ass in this balloon. No, I mean, how? I don't know how they decided they want to do that. Maybe they did send a sheep up first um, just to see how it would go. But, yeah, first manned balloon flight January 19th back in 1785. Yep. Pretty impressive. Yeah. Um, next we go to 1898. Brown defeats Harvard 6-0 first intercollegiate hockey game. So first intercollegiate hockey game, that's the important part there. Uh, that was in 1898. And Harvard, nerds, I know the Brown people are, you know, also very smart, but Brown defeats Harvard 6-0. Speaking of which, I'm going to a hockey game tomorrow night, the 20th. Oh, nice. Yeah, going to uh, see the Badger men's uh, hockey team play Ohio State. So, that's topical. Nice. Yeah, and then the next one there, you go ahead. 1939, Ernest Hausen, sorry if I butchered that last name. But I think that's it. It looks right. Pretty sure. Uh, seems to be a German feller uh, from Wisconsin. Sets a chicken plucking record at 4.4 seconds. I have no fucking idea how you can pluck an entire chicken in 4.4 seconds. 
how good of a job he did. Denver, if you had to guess how long it would take you to pluck a chicken. Um, I would assume that he killed that chicken while plucking it with that kind of speed. It would take me as long as, you know, just wrangling the fucking thing in unless they got it locked up. It's taken me minutes, 10, 20, I don't know. Never, never had to do it. Even if the thing is dead, I'm guessing already, like, and it's, they're starting the clock right there. Uh, I, I'm guessing there's no way I'm doing it in under four minutes, let alone 4.4 seconds. It's like, so he grab. I assume grabs it right by the fucking neck or the head, huge, huge baseball mitts for hands and just grabs as much as he can. Pulls it off, does that one or two more times, and they allowed that to be... Yeah, I guess. I don't know what you consider a plucked chicken, but... Um, wow. Yeah, Very impressive. Weird. We should look up uh, his lineage here and see if we can find any family that maybe has video... Not video, but... <laughs> 1939, I'm not sure. Yeah, did they make... home cameras back then. He, video I swear cameras. he had that on TikTok. I saw that, I think. <laughs> But, you know, maybe find somebody that knows a little bit more about the strategy there. I'd be interested. That'd be a good interview. Yeah. Maybe the Hausen family uh, runs a chicken farm or something. And well, fuck, you'd hope. We can do a field trip one day. Yep. And then uh, we move on to the last historical event from January 19th. In 2002, um, absolute loser, Tom Brady, the tuck rule game. Scumbag. So... If you don't remember the tuck rule or the game that caused the tuck rule, I forget who they were playing against. The Raiders. The Raiders. Yeah. Was, Snow just. I'll say in New England. Down. And the dumb fuck gets hit and as he's throwing, but he apparently tries to tuck it in to run or be tackled, fumbles it. They say it's not a fumble. Is that correct? Correct. It was Tom Brady's first playoff game. Mm. Fucking Raiders, man. They just continue to get fucked, even from. Back then to now, you know, Derek Carr, he's he's done. He's a loser. Um, Adams, he's probably going to move on, maybe, maybe after another year, see who they get as quarterback. Maybe Tom Brady. There's there's speculation Tom Brady might go there. So a lot more tuck rule games for the Raiders. That that would be a good, like, full circle. That he one. now plays for the Raiders. His last playoff game is he loses on a fumble <sighs> that gets scooped and scored. Oh, my God. I just... Somebody wants their name in the paper. That yeah, that needs to happen. And the NFL is scripted a lot of times. They should do that. If he wasn't the golden boy that Roger Goodell wanted to blow every ten seconds, they should make that happen. So there you go. Historical events, some interesting ones. Um, fast forward to tomorrow, which one you're most likely listening? January twentieth, National Cheese Lovers Day. So we are a Wisconsin podcast. The Dairy State. Cheese is good and good for you. Doesn't matter who you talk to. It is good for you. So stop that negative talk. Happy National Cheese Lovers Day. Go to whatever gas station's got the squeaky cheese curds right on the counter. Go to the Car Valley outlet store somewhere. Go fucking somewhere and get some cheese. Are you a white or yellow curd guy? I love them both. Doesn't matter to me. Gun to your head. Gotta pick one. White. Just something about the flavor. I don't know. That's what I... What about you? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not prejudiced when it comes to it. Um, Gun to your head. I'll go yellow. I'll go oh, yellow okay. since you want, yep. you want white. Yeah, so happy National Cheese Lovers Day. Get out there. Enjoy some cheese. Um, have enough where you can't poop for a day or two. And then uh, also on the 20th, celebrity birthdays. So... <laughs> 
big dick Nick Foles took Tom Brady down in the Super Bowl. A lot yeah. of Tom Brady talk this episode, which yeah. we're not trying to support him in any way, obviously. No, and we're not a football podcast, but no. hopefully this is the last time. More of the, a birthday podcast. Until he retires and finally stays retired, uh, hopefully that'll be the last time. He said time he would come on and he would talk about some stuff. So. Not a chance. I'll quit. <laughs> I'll quit. Yeah, I mean, fuck it. That would not help us at all, so we don't even need to do it. Nick Foles, 33. Happy birthday. Um, and let's skip over that one because I want to save that for last. Rain Wilson. Dwight Schrute. Bears beats Battlestar Galactica. 56 years old. Happy birthday. Yes. That man is a national treasure. I don't agree with everything he's into off of his show that it made him famous, but... Oh, I don't look into his personal life. Yeah, it's better. Pretty controversial or... Yeah, I mean, pretty average. Uh, he, everyone's entitled to their own op- opinion. That's fine. But love him on The Office. Happy birthday. Dwigged. Um, Buzz Aldrin, 92 years young. And I was discussing this the other day. Um, my first thought was, he was the man that went to the moon. He was the second man, I believe. I correct. was correct. Yeah. Neil Armstrong, the first. Correct. Yep. And but who I, took the picture? Uh, well, that's when somebody told him. I was like, yeah, Buzz Aldrin. He, went on the, he was the first man on the moon. They're like, no, Neil Armstrong. I'm like, no, that was the one that was in the Hollywood basement. That was the fake one. Oh, that was the fake one. Okay. Yeah. If you don't believe in at least one or two conspiracy theories, what are you doing with your life? Because they're fucking hilarious and probably a good amount of them are true. Yeah. Life's too short to not believe in conspiracy theories. Like, have you ever just been driving early in the morning, going to work or at night, whatever, and the moon is still visible or the moon is up and it's gigantic? And when it gets, whatever the term is, when it gets close to Earth and all this other shit, and you just look at it and you're like, we sent somebody to that fucking thing in the sky. The giant rock that revolves around the Earth. And they came back. Not a fucking chance. Yeah. Speaking of conspiracy theories, just a quick, quick, maybe possible, hopeful, flash forward guest. Uh, just going to put this out there for, uh, what is it, a foreshadow maybe? Or like foreskin, a, or yeah, foreshadow. Something, I don't know. Uh, hopefully we will get a Bigfoot expert. If you Oh, can. yes. He's, he's already committed. He's very interested. Um, we're just going to go first name Dave. Dave is very, very interested in getting on the podcast. I'm excited. It's going to be probably a weekend recording. So maybe we release on a Monday morning, get your Monday started hot with some Bigfoot talk. And we're probably not going to be in a sober mindset either. I would imagine. Well, you have to really let your mind wander to fully understand the potential things that are out there. So yeah, we're going to, we're going to be, um, doing ourselves a favor, and we're going to consider everything. I'm excited. Yes. Um, last birthday, happy birthday, Buzz Aldrin. Stacy Dash. Kyle, you right away were not sure who that was, but you came to it. Connected to that. Do you know anything else? Stacy Dash, 55-year-old female. Anything else Stacy Dash was in? Uh, clueless. She Any, was the friend in Clueless. Anything else besides that? I feel like I've seen her in uh, another movie or television show. I don't if, recall what, though. If I were to pull up her IMDb right now, we would need two monitors to see all the dumb shit she's been in. And Was she like in Sharknado or some shit? Probably. And her celebrity net worth is $100,000. And those what? Web, that's what it says. The website's... 100000 That's 100, it? That's it. 
and people are speculating that I don't know how she lost it, but that's why she's doing some of these weird reality <laughs> shows. Did she just sniff she, it all up her nose? Yeah, or? she was you know getting into the nose beers. She's a big skier. Um, I have no idea, but that's what it says on the internet, so you know it's true. So Stacy Dash, happy fucking birthday. I'm sure you're getting absolutely annihilated right now in some club that you shouldn't even be in because you're 55. Um, but and very clearly, like, maybe a C-list celebrity if you're lucky. If you're lucky, yeah. For that <clears throat> net worth. Interesting. Huh. You're welcome on the podcast. Yeah. I, I assume Have somebody's... people contact our people. Her Again, people our are people listening. are us. Yep, we're, we're our people. Just, um, it's a logistical thing. It makes it easier when you're your own people. We haven't done a Zoom thing yet either, so if you need a Zoom, acceptable, I guess. Yep, you can we'll pop, figure it out. You can pop our Zoom cherry, so... All right, so happy birthday to those fucks. Um, current events, which people... So people give us feedback and stuff they like, don't like. I feel like I've heard enough from a few people that I'm going to say we keep the historical events, the national day of, the celebrity birthdays, and yep. the current events. Everyone... Yep. I've heard good feedback from those good. as well. Love it. So the first one, local news. I don't know if you saw this or not. <clears throat> the oh, damn, I did not. Hell Yes. The State Fair in Wisconsin here kicks off on, uh, I think it says, kicks off August 3rd. On the main stage, we have the country uh, super band, you you could say. Yeah. Alabama. So, big news there. If you're into country music, you want to have a good time, you want to see some old fogies out cutting a rug in the middle of the fucking parking lot down there in Kilwaukee, I would say mark your calendars, August 3rd, Alabama. Let's go. I, I'm I'm in. Yeah. I would go. Sounds like a blast to me. That would be right before we go to a different concert out of state. So, nice little warm-up. So, yeah, there you go. State Fair 2023, August 3rd, Alabama. Kicks off the main stage. And then we move into national news. Um, this video, I thought it was going to be better. I thought he was doing this on purpose. It turns out he wasn't. Army Jump Master breaks down viral video of paratrooper landing on balcony. So there's a lot going on there. What took place? How was this filmed? Why is this like the most grain? This is like Bigfoot footage here. It's so grainy. <laughs> Let me, I think if I mute this, we're not going to fuck anything up. Let me play this for you so you can kind of see it. Here comes dipshit over the tree. That's over the a house. Horse. Whoa. Dude, did he. Cr- Oh, this was not. It almost looked like he ran into the railing. This was not on purpose. So let's see. It's a German paratrooper. Nice job, nice job, Germany, who was participating in this year's Leap Fest, which sounds incredible um, for U.S. and foreign military service members. It's basically they get together and see you can do cool shit jumping out of a plane. I'm all for it. Probably super drunk. Yeah, probably. I mean, it's the government. They put them on all sorts. That guy probably pounded a few German pilsners. Oh yeah. Big German Pills guy. Competition was held in Rhode Island. Never been. Would like to go. Uh, nope. No. Sounds boring shit. Fucking Dude, tiny. You could drive across. Can't you like spit across Rhode Island? Probably. This guy parachuted across it. It was actually from the backyard <laughs> to the balcony. And that was, he was in a different state. Teams were asked, uh, jumping out of a Chinook helicopter, 1,500 feet, drop zone, privately owned farm. So he landed near the drop zone. This farm gave up their land to say, hey, you can have your contest here. So from what I understand, they jump out of the helicopter. They have a landing zone that they need to get on the X, whatever the X size is, you know, a four-foot radius X. 
They need to get on that. As soon as they leave the helicopter and land on the ground, land on the balcony in this dumb fuck's case, they still time it until they get to the X. So he's got to now jump off the balcony and run to the X. Yeah, he probably just went into that house and tried to find a gun and just ended it all because that was awful. If this guy wasn't so dumb, he would have landed on the fucking horse's back and rolled that bitch bareback See that? The X. That's just not German thinking, though. So. No, I mean... <laughs> Let's that, face it, the German military, not a great record. Dude, you put Owen Wilson Owen in that helicopter. Owen World Wars. <laughs> Owen too. Speaking of Owen, you put Owen Wilson in that helicopter, and he sees that horse, it's exactly what he's doing. And he's yep. going to look good doing it. And Vince Vaughn will be on the X to c- congratulate him. What was the Owen Wilson war movie? Where Oh, Behind Enemy Lines, you ever see that one? Uh, it's been a long time. That would be a good one that to bring back one. up. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So that's our national news. <clears throat> German guy. I guess it's kind of world news, but it took place in the United States. German paratrooper, find a fucking new job. Maybe, hey, you could be the producer on our podcast where we just talk shit to you the entire time because you're awful at everything. <laughs> um, we go to world news. So this one, I, I was kind of shocked. China's population declines for the first time in 61 years. So the National Bureau of Statistics said on Tuesday, whenever that was, a week or two ago, January 17th, Tuesday, that the population on the mainland stood at an estimated 1.4 billion at the end of 2022. That's down 850,000 people from the previous year. Maybe zero COVID, not so great for the economy there. Yeah, uh, the last time the country's population dropped was in 1960 and 1961, when the quote-unquote Great Leap Forward policy failed. Um, That was because of famines, killing tens of millions of people, blah, blah, blah. So yeah, number of children fell, um, and it's the lowest for child birth rate since the uh, 1949. Um, let's see where else. There's something interesting about the... Yeah, uh, uh, so another podcast I listened to, shout out uh, Breaking Points, uh, oh, Sager, yeah. yep. um, on his... Uh, Great place to get your news. It is. That's actually. the only place I get my news, to be honest, because very unbiased uh one's republican one's democrat but they both actually have brains on their heads um yeah he said that like the chinese now the working class in china um like for every one worker like has to support three non-working bodies in china at this point like i I, it was weird just go drink go and listen to him he he knows his shit more than i do what whatever the actual thing is there that's going on, it sounds like it's a fucking bullshit communist way to do something. Oh yeah, so, yeah. World news: China, fuck you. Less less of you is probably well. Less of the bad ones is good. So anyone that is a bad one, fuck off. Don't really care. But anyone that's for um, you know not jumping out of buildings after uh, building an iPhone or whatever, you know if you don't support Shout that. Shout out Foxconn. Yeah. <laughs> If you don't support that and you live in China, you can come on the podcast. We appreciate you. All right. Um, that takes care of the current events. Um, yeah, so we're about halfway through. We'll take a quick break. Word from our sponsor. Reminder, all sponsorships are fake until they are not. So if you're interested, let us know. Hit us up social media. Send us an email. That is good, the letter N, U Y O U pod P O D at gmail.com. Good new pod at gmail.com. 
if you want to pay us to talk about your stuff and we'll be nice um we can give a unbiased approach to it if you'd like talk some shit but also hit the high notes whatever you like we can do it so yeah we will be back after this break and word from our sponsors Kyle here with a word from our episode 3 sponsor, the Rustic Inn in scenic downtown Lodi, serving up the best pizza this side of Spring Creek. Hope to see you soon. Alright, we are back. Thank you to the Rustic Inn for the sponsorship. Greatly appreciate that. You guys keep an eye out for their stuff. I mean, awesome pizza. Um, remember that this is completely fake and they've been closed for years. Um, but they can come back. I would greatly support that. They're going to they're gonna come back. I mean, the outcry from this episode, once people get reminded of the Rustic Inn in Lodi, Wisconsin, I think it'd be silly not to reopen. But we'll see how that plays out. Um, into a new segment. This segment is called How Many Lattes? So, Bushlight... Delicious beer, very affordable. There are different tiers, you could say, of the Bushlight experience. And we're going to use that as our rating scale. We're going to give you a little bit of a look into our thoughts and feelings on a movie, a show, an album, what have you. Some of those things, and we're going to do that every, whatever, fourth episode, whatever it is, fourth, fifth episode, just find something. It's or our show. We'll do it as often as we We're going to do what the want. fuck we want. We're going to do whatever we want. Whether it's new, old, in between. So, to start this, how many lattes segment, uh, Kyle reviewed a movie that he watched recently. And to get it started... Watch is kind of a stretch. We'll talk about that. Okay. <laughs> um, to get it started, I'm going to give you guys... Some feedback on what I'm seeing when I watch the trailer here. So, it is All Quiet on the Western Front. Looks like a Netflix movie. Relatively new. 2022 release. Not the old school one that uh, maybe our parents have seen previously. Not that our parents are that old, but... Yeah, wow. Way to go, Kyle. Um, All Quiet on the Western Front. Here we go. I'm going to start the preview, the trailer, right now. And I'm listening earbuds so you guys can't hear it all right battlefield guy looks scared it won something at the toronto film fest who gives a fuck canadians don't know shit suck at trudeau fireworks no some sort of flare oh he's half naked he's got his boots we're back at all right they're just showing this gentleman's military experience bunch of them together marching they look scared. This guy looks really scared. The main character, I would assume. Dead bodies everywhere. War's not a pretty thing, people. We're running now. Bombs are being dropped. There's a plane. He's crying. He's a pussy. Literary masterpiece is what this is based on. That The glasses that guy was just wearing were pretty neat. Um, you know, this is set in the... 1800s 1900s i early i don't fucking know long time ago the first world war okay yep here yeah, we so go the shittier of the two world wars yep at uh, least flamethrowers in the trenches brutal holy shit now they're you know showing some celebration drinking having a good time 
dead bodies. Just, I can't say it enough. There's a lot of dead bodies. Not pretty. But it happened, you know, shit happened. It got ugly. It's quiet now. He said he's afraid of what's to come. And I assume the guy he said that to is like, you haven't fucking seen anything yet. Just very dirty. Not clean. All quiet on the Western Front. War-torn. Just looks like a pretty well-filmed movie. I'm excited. I have not seen it. All right. Sorry, I'm going to probably break your heart here on my review then. (laughs) All right, here we go. Kyle, give us your thoughts, feedback, anything you have on All Quiet on the Western Front. All right, so I had high hopes for this movie. Um, uh, Big history buff. Uh, I like World War II, like movies about that specifically. Uh, Saving Private Ryan I thought was phenomenal. Um, So I had high hopes, high, high hopes for this movie. Um, unfortunately it did not live up to the expectations that I had placed on it. Um, so I tried to watch this. I can't remember if it was last weekend or the weekend before. Um, I was under the influence. Um, and when I'm watching war movies, like Saving Private Ryan, I want like blood and guts and spit and ass everywhere. Like, like Major Payne says, um, (laughs) You do kind of get it in this movie, but you don't really... All right, I'm going to be straight up full honesty here. It is a two-hour and 20-minute runtime, I believe. How many poops do you take during that movie? At least one. Well, I fell asleep during it. So you shit yourself. (laughs) I did not. I did not shit myself, unfortunately. It's a peek Um, behind my curtain. Yeah, I mean, um, it was... I, I think I fell asleep... Uh, roughly 40 minutes into it sitting up or laying down like, sitting what? up on the couch our wow. couch upstairs though on the chase lounge is uh, sh- i've heard from chaise lounge whatever i've heard that our couch is one of the more comfortable couches that people have sit on many people have said that um i can vouch for it great couch i fucking love that couch i would sometimes would rather sleep on that than our bed um and again i was inebriated yes um <laughs> I was inebriated. Um, yeah, I fell asleep, woke up. I was like, God, this movie just not doing it. Um, so I, whatever, I figured I didn't give it a fair shake. Um, again, I tried to watch it uh, while sober. Boring. Um, picking it back up. It was just so fucking not a good movie mm. um, for my taste. Maybe others out there do appreciate it. Uh, great cinematography. Um, Big word. Yeah. When I'm watching a movie, though, I don't fucking care to see pictures of trees if I'm watching a war movie. Unless there's, like, snipers and shit in the trees or the mm-hmm. military marching through it to come kill the bad guys. They, the scenery was more of, like, what they are focusing on sometimes. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Like, if if you watched The Revenant where there would just be, like, random shots of the mountain no talking or anything mm, i have not seen that either um oh, i know that, our, that one is a great movie well you know what steve Rinella thinks about the revenant right well yeah because it was filmed in british columbia and it actually took place in south dakota but that's neither here nor there we're not discussing the revenant um so not only was there that uh one thing that absolutely baffled me was that this movie i don't know what bafta is b-a-f-t-a but it had 
the nomination for that award show for best original score. And oh. all it is is just like the same dark, ominous, like bomb, bomb, bomb. Not like that. It's not exactly that. Sure. That um, type of stuff, though. But yeah, seriously, that it's like three or four notes just on repeat, like at different parts of the movie. Wow. Um, so you ever that, wonder when you see shit like that, like that that is gonna win, or it's at least close to winning an award? What type of like brain, like thought process do the people have that we are not on that same level? Right. And why do they think their opinion matters versus ours? Because, right. like you're saying, I've not seen it. It's not anything to fucking write home about. Right. This, uh, like, give them, give them an award for cinematography. Was it filmed, like, phenomenally? Yes. Uh, the, the original score? Fucking absolute garbage. Hmm. Um, the other thing that kind of fucked me up on it was... It'll go, so, to give a little background, the main protagonist, uh, and for those of you who are uncultured swine, protagonist is, like, the good guy in the movie. Um, Antagonist. That'd be the bad guy. Thank you. Um, So, the protagonist is a underage German boy who his buddies are signing up to join the military, First Mm. World War. He forges his parents' name so he can get in. Um, so he's a criminal, is what he is. Yeah, basically. Hmm. And already, he's he's a German. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Again, for any of you who are unfamiliar with history, Germany have never been the good guys in a world war. Ever. So I'm already like rooting for this kid to die. Um, but it just follows him around, and you're like almost supposed to feel bad for this kid for being just a complete fucking idiot. Who the fuck made this movie, Kanye West? <laughs> that I don't know. Um, Jesus Christ! So it's, I believe it's based off of like a well, literary something. Or yeah, it, it was a novel that actually like it was one of the the novel or book or whatever. I don't know if it was a novel originally. Picture um, book. Yeah, some um, of my favorite. It, it was actually, like, on the, the banished list by... Oh, banned book list. Yeah, by yeah. by Hitler, the oh, Nazis. Whoops. Because um, it was, like, well, anti, gonna, anti-war and everything. That's um, going to get a warning label on this Spotify episode. Yeah, so, I mean, it's just not for me. Okay, so what are... This is the first time we're going to rate something on our How Many Lattes scale. And people that aren't familiar with the scale, Envision, it'll be on our social media, so check our social media, please. Envision a thermometer, like you're at a fundraiser raising money for um, people that don't know good musical scores or something to help them learn what good music is. And you're at the bottom of the thermometer, and you want to get to the top to have the best outcome. So the bottom is one bush latte, which is good. A bush latte is good, but it doesn't last forever. Right. And it goes away. Then you have the sixer. Sixer of bottles, cans, tall boys, whatever. Six of them. That's great. Like it. Awesome. One person enjoys those. Maybe you and your spouse or friend, but it doesn't last long again. Next one, the twelver. Pretty standard, you know, coming home from work, tough day. You want to get into a few of them. You don't want to run out. You don't want to have to drive back to the store to get more of them. You probably won't finish all 12, 
but maybe you're going to make brats and you need one for that. Who knows? 12-pack. Then you move to the 18-pack. And these can be bottles, cans, whatever your local store supplies because Bushlight mixes it up. But the 18-pack, you're goddamn close. You're having a good time. And you can at least two or three of you be sure you're hydrated. And, of course, at the top, other than a keg, it's the 30-rack. The bushel. The bushel. So I know, like we said in the last pod, there are no original thoughts. You guys are thinking, you betcha, you're thinking whatever right now. And we support them. This is not theirs. This is our unique idea. We drink Bush Light. Matter of fact, get out there. Let's get three, two, two, one. Bush. Miles, that's for you. I know he listens. He does. He's probably the one using the VPN in Germany or whatever. Anyway, that is the rating scale. One latte. Sixer, 12er, 18-pack, 30-rack. How are you? Kyle, what the fuck do you rate... Whatever on the Western Front or what the fuck. All quiet on the Western Front, which I wish I would have been. Um, I do have to bring up, there was one thing I wanted to touch on and just remembered as you were going through the rating system. The other thing that fucked me up on it was, and this was early on, it didn't seem so much when I was watching it later on when I was sober, so maybe it was just my mind frame, but I feel like they were like drifting in and out of like, They'd be talking in German, so you'd have to read the subtitles, and in the same sentence, they would then, like, switch into English. Totally fucked me up. So, that also pissed me off. Yep. Um, so, on our 1, 6, 12, 18, and bushel uh, rating scale, um, you know, I'm going to give it a one and a half latte. Ooh. The Like I said, the, the filming was great. Um, I'm sure it's probably a wonderful story. Um, not enough action in it for a war movie hmm. for me. Um, despite all the dead bodies, there you see a lot of dead bodies that you don't see how they got dead. Yeah, that's just lazy. Right. Yeah. So, like, was... there was one, like, dead body up in a tree, like, not, like, hanging, like, literally, like, flopped midsection hanging over a limb Laying there, like, looked like he was torn apart from, like, being blown up and, like, maybe crows and shit eating on him. Mm-hmm. Um, never got to see him up there. And how he got up there. You assume that's probably CGI. Like, could you tell a lot of times in the movie, like, oh, that's fucking computer bullshit? Um, or was it well... Like- it was It was, It was. was well done. Okay. It was oh, very well done. That's good. There's- the, the storyline is not for me, and like I said, the protagonist what- being in history, being a bad guy... I mean, he was fighting for the Germans in World War One. Like, yeah. just in in my mind, he should have died. Like, spoiler alert, he didn't die. I never finished the movie. Oh. Never finished it, <laughs> dude. Two two hour twenty minutes, and I made it an hour in. There you go. Um, if if you're listening and you had anything to do with that movie, nice work. Fuck yourself. All right, and we are into now. I'm going to let Kyle review something. So we're into that portion of the how many lattes. So let me just find it here. Nice little trailer for him to watch. I'm excited for this one. You've not seen this movie, right? I have not seen this movie. Okay, good. The movie for you guys at home or in your vehicle driving to work is the gray, G-R-A-Y, the gray man. Ryan Gosling. 
Ryan Gosling. Okay. Heart heartthrob, at least for me. Absolute liability at corner. If you've ever seen oh, Remember the Titans. Yep. Yep. That was his We won't bring that up. That was not a good moment for him. So there's the official trailer, Kyle. Take a peek and let us Ooh, know. Also a Netflix film, huh? Yeah. Just got Netflix back. All right. Humble so we're brag. zooming in. He's walking through some foreign country fireworks. Is that Ana de Armas or however you say it? Sure. Helicopter flying over a mountain range. Captain America with a mustache. <laughs> All right. Some sort of... Ooh, a lot of shoot 'em up. Captain America, Civil War. Is this a Captain America movie? Is this an Avengers? Jumping, ooh, explosion. Uh, apparently, Ryan Gosling's ego is bruised. He's got a locket of some sort. Billy Bob is in the movie. Statue of a guy on a horse. Some people getting killed on a plane, maybe? Oh, so Captain America's the bad guy. Oh, somebody just dropped a grenade. That ain't good. Ooh, jumps out of a window. Now he's washing up, shirtless. Hot. A lot of smoking cigarettes in this movie. Throat punch. Plane going down on fire. It almost looks like a James Bond movie with all Americans in a foreign country. Very odd. Alright, there's a van like rolling through a bunch of pillars. Billy Bob seems to be really on Ryan's side here. Uh, and that's the end. Yeah, Ana de Armas. I knew that one. Um, Chris Evans, I guess, is Captain America with the horrible mustache. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. So, The Gray Man. Nice breakdown. Um, I was I had not even heard of it, seen previews, whatever. We literally just got Netflix back. I don't even know why we decided Humble to. Humble brag. Yeah. Um, and it was one of the suggested things last weekend. I was like, oh, fuck, I'll give it a shot. Ryan Gosling, big fan. Um, watched it. Similar to you in terms of I didn't fall asleep. I was doing something else while I was watching it. And I would rewind a little bit sometimes. This was just an absolute awful way to fucking watch a movie. Like, I would go do something, come back, rewind, watch it again very strange i usually do not do that but it was like during the day on a saturday or sunday before the football games i think so very strange way to do it then i watched it again i sat through the whole thing watched it front to back i was i was pleasantly surprised with it i liked it It, from the trailer it kind of seemed to be like james bond meets fast and the furious sure type of i was just gonna say if you were craving some action and dead bodies and fucking shoot 'em up stuff, this movie will give you what you need in that department. Let me just read the um, the quick synopsis. When the CIA's most skilled operative, whose true identity is known to none, accidentally uncovers dark agency secrets, a psychopathic former colleague puts a bounty on his head, setting off a global manhunt by international assassins. So like you said, Americans, international, different countries, weird shit going on, shoot them up, stuff happening. That's just like, what the 
fuck is Billy Bob on this guy's side, this guy's side. There's a lot of like plot twists, good stuff going on. Ryan Gosling plays a great part. A lot of little um, snide remarks and different things that are kind of funny that he sneaks in at the end of like a, a scene or whatever. And he's he's decent in an action film. Usually he's like the the notebook or like any other fucking bullshit like sweetheart yep. romance movie. No, he's he plays <clears throat> excuse me, his his character name is Six and great name. The antagonist, Chris Evans, uh what the fuck, Captain America. Protagonist? Or no, he's the antagonist. He's the antagonist. Okay. Chris Gosling Evans. Gosling is the antagonist. No. Protagonist. Correct. Pro and Correct. Ryan Gosling, good guy, six. Chris Evans, bad guy. Lloyd Hansen. Shitty mustache. Shitty mustache, which Ryan Gosling calls out. Fucking awesome. Good. Like it's just like well written. Um, there's some funny stuff, tons of action, no shortage. Um, the Anna Diarmas, I was not familiar with her. Maybe I've seen stuff with her in it, um, but I was I not familiar. F- I feel like she was in another bigger film last year. That's the first time I'd ever heard her name. Okay. She plays a great part. And then, of course, Billy Bob Thornton. It's just awesome to see him keep doing stuff. Like, if you didn't like Bad Santa or you haven't seen Bad Santa, turn this off right now. You're a piece of shit. Um, if you don't like Billy Bob Thornton, what the fuck is wrong with you? Jeez Louise. Friday Night Lights? Great just an absolute great cast and like the way they interact. And then as it says in the synopsis, um, global manhunt by international assassins. So basically the Lloyd Hansen guy, Chris Evans, mustache, Captain America puts a hit out for six, Ryan Gosling. Like they want him dead because he's got information about the CIA. Okay. So just a really, um, cool like storyline it's not your normal marvel movie and different stuff like i think it's like refreshing because it's original it's not a re to my knowledge it's not a remake of something and yeah really well done it is how long of a movie i want to say it was less than two hours okay uh, two hours, two minutes. Two hours, two minutes. Which, but that includes yeah, you shave your credits off, and shit. You so. shave off the bullshit. It's less than two hours. Um, highly recommend it. My rating for this would be right between the 18 and the 30 or the bushel of lattes. So it's it's near the top. So definitely one if you got the time you should watch. Yes. And don't waste it on... On all quiet on the Western Front. No, if you have Netflix or you have nineteen dollars or whatever they upped it to, and you can fire it up for a month, this is a good movie. Give it a shot. Um, not necessarily family friendly. I don't know what kind of movies you watch with your kids, but this one is yeah, probably so it was PG thirteen. But yeah, it's. I mean, there's not a lot of like. I don't think there's any sort of like sexual stuff to it. Some cursing, um, then the violence, of course, a lot of shooting. Um, they're like stormtroopers though. They can't fucking hit the broadside of a barn in some scenarios, but kind oh. of funny, kind of interesting and good cinematography. Like you said, uh, the music at this point, I don't recall, but I think it was good enough where it just made sense. It didn't stand out like, what the fuck is this? So yeah, the gray man, Netflix, Ryan Gosling. What is your favorite Ryan Gosling movie that you've ever seen? If you can think of one. 
Uh, well, I mean, remember the Titans is yep. got to be there. There was one that he had with um, Steve Carell, and I oh, do fuck. not remember what the fuck the name of that one was. That one was pretty decent. Uh, my brother-in-law, shout out, uh, long-time listener, um, made us watch so many fucking rom-coms and just, like, chick flicks that, yeah, yeah, Eric, you know who you are. Uh, Crazy Stupid Love. That one wasn't terrible. Yep. Um, very good. Let's see. I don't know if I watched that one with him. Dude, though. tell me you saw The Nice Guys. I have not seen The Nice oh, Guys. Oh, Kyle. The Nice Guys, you have to see it. Um, it's fucking awesome. Oh, The Big Short. Never mind. I changed it. The Big Short. Fucking phenomenal movie. Agreed. If you have not watched it, um, it's about the housing market crash in 2008. Watch it. Steve Carell is in that one as well. Yep. Um, phenomenal movie. Yep. Have you seen Lars and the Real Girl? I've never even heard of that, man. <laughs> oh, that is one not family friendly um, because it's just fucking odd. It's very strange. I would highly recommend watching that when you're just like, you want to be blown away by what the fuck. Yeah, I would recommend Lars, Lars and the Real and Girl. Real Girl. Yep. Okay. All right. So there's how many lattes for the movie side of things. And I know we're running a little bit long again. But you guys can turn it off, break it up into however many yeah. episodes you want. We try to keep them short, but sometimes we get long-winded. I Dude, be a fucking problem solver. Be resourceful. You drive to work. No, you don't. You drink coffee in the morning, and then you work from home. Find 10, 20, 30 minutes. And then you have a lunch break. You have a drive home. You have a something. You'll figure it out. If you can't, we don't care. Yeah. Shut, it off. Shut us off whenever you want to. Yeah, we don't need your money. We don't need your sponsorship, viewership, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Also, I mean, we do, but seriously, fuck yourself. Yeah. Um, let's get into the albums. All right. Uh, I went first. Nope, you did. I went first with the movie. I'm going to go first. I listened to Oak Treaty Revival. Oak no. Treaty Revival. Yep. Oak Treaty Revival. They are a Western Texas band that blurs Ooh. the lines... Between okay. it's just south of Midland, so you know Midland the band. Friday Night Lights. Yep. Midland yep. Texas is who they. Yeah. Their big rival. Yep. Um, so their first album that came out in 2021 is called No Vacancy, and yeah, it's five dudes. Uh, I think three whatevers and a set of brothers. Five dudes. They blur the lines between country. Uh, like Red Dirt Road type country, they say, and punk rock and traditional rock. So they are a pr- product oh, so of their... It's kind of like Coetzel, like but like a band. Of yep, it. Whiskey Myers and a bunch of different stuff. Okay, so, I can um, get on board with that. Yeah, it's the album. Um, it's, it's probably eight to ten songs, give or take. It's their first album. Pretty good. I would say there are maybe two skips that you would use for this album. And unfortunately, the first one is immediately... I don't know if you like intros and outros. The intro is pretty short, kind of entertaining. A guy telling them that um, they're checking into a hotel. He's like, yeah, the reservation's under the band's name. Well, he's like, well, what the fuck's the band's name? He tells them the name of the band. He's like, what are you guys, a church group? <laughs> I assume they've got this before. That's why they decided to put it in. And he goes, nah, we're country rock. Just give me the fucking keys to the room. And the guy's like, you might want to consider changing your name. And then it goes right into the first song, Boomtown. Great song. Boomtown finishes. And 
just the transition from what Boomtown was to like what um, I think it's Postcard. Not a good transition. The guitar, it's just like a little too punk rock, like weird. So they do that song acoustic or like live. And they they have like a YouTube video where they perform it uh, recently, like in their uh, tour bus or their van. That version of the song of Postcard is good. The one on the album, I skip. And then they have something Irish Goodbye. Love that that term, that name. They wrote a song about it. Awesome. And then their title track, No Vacancy, really good. Like I said, rock, country music combined, Co Wetzel, Whiskey Myers, those guys. I would highly recommend listening to it. It's an easy listen because it goes relatively quick and the it's like upbeat. It's not like my dog died, this, that, whatever. Yep. So okay. that's Treaty Oak Revival. Treaty Oak Revival. No vacancy. We will put that on our social media. I would rate that bad boy at um it's a it's a twelver. Twelve pack and a half. It's between twelve and eighteen pack. Okay, so not like it's their first not one. Not gonna change your life, but no, but up you're and gonna coming. be yeah, you're gonna be interested in like the next one that comes out, or if you get to see them live. If you see them live, like they have a song "Ode to Bourbon," so I mean, bourbon, oh, there drinking we go. some bourbon, new riff. How are you? Um, they have some good shit, and I assume their live show, based on the pictures I've seen on their social media, is like, fuck yeah, it's very good, and they're new, so. You can get in like us, you know, be fans of our podcast before it's cool. You can be a fan of Treaty Oak Revival before it's cool. Their YouTube channel right now, collectively, two and a half million views. That's it. So it's something, but it's not a lot. Their Spotify average monthly listeners, just under 300,000. So they're like at the point where they're up and coming. Get in while it's cool to get in. So Treaty Oak Revival, no vacancy. How many lattes in between a 12 and 18 pack? So, by my math, that's probably about... Three and a half? About 15, I would guess. 15 <laughs> yes. lattes? Yep. Okay. That too. All right. Um, all right. I guess that brings me up. Um, I'm going to review Zach Bryan, um, American Heartbreak. Um, so, for those of you who don't know who Zach Bryan is... Uh, Oklahoma native. Uh, he was served in the Navy for seven years. He was um, honorably discharged, I believe, early because he wanted to kick off his um, music career. The military was accommodating to that because, uh, thanks to Joe Biden and all the stuff with that, they were, <laughs> you know, trying to cut back on military spending. So, I mean, actually did us well. Um, so, uh, Another fun fact was, if any of you watch the show Yellowstone, he was actually um, featured on an episode of that, the one where, uh, this season, where they were at the county fair. Mm -hmm. Um, That was Zach Bryan up on stage singing there. I've not seen it, but I saw on his social media that he did that. Yeah, I was almost going to review the show, but I feel like, everybody and their brother has either seen or heard the show. So, um, I mean, if you're not watching Yellowstone by this point or don't have plans to, you're probably not going to watch it with how much it's been talked about. Um, kind of a long album. Um, 34 songs. Whoa. Uh, two hours <clears throat> and one minute um, runtime on the album if you listen to it from start to finish. Um, that being said, 
uh, there are some, uh, I wouldn't say songs that are like definite skips that I remember. So I'm trying to remember when this album came out. It was late last year. Um, I listened to it, you know, front to back. Um, there wasn't anything that jumped out to me as I scrolled through the songs again this week that I was like, yeah, those ones I'm not going to listen to ever again. Plenty of songs that I added to uh, my Spotify liked songs. Um, so if, if I had to give you probably my top three songs, let's say, to listen to on the album, um, in no particular order, the first one would be Corinthians, um, which all you holy rollers out there... Um, it's not really a gospel song, but it's it's a good one. He's kind of got like some some like feel to that. Like you hear lyrics where he yeah he definitely does gospely type stuff. Yeah, yeah. And and this one being titled Corinthians, yeah. um, obviously a biblical reference, and it is brought up in that song. Um, another one, uh, the song Happy Instead. I would say would be probably one of, right up there on one of my favorite ones of that uh, album. And then Oklahoma City, also a good one. Yep. Um, I don't think any of those were the ones that he played on Yellowstone. Um, but again, all good songs. Um, yeah, I mean, at this point, I feel like there's only two types of people who are not listening to Zach Bryan. It's either those who have not heard of him yet or those who just have a really shitty taste in music. So uh, definitely get on the Zach Bryan train. Um he just played Red Rocks last year as well. Did you listen to that? I did listen to it, and I love the... So he released the uh, concert. He did, like, a album release or whatever on Spotify, uh, and he called it um, All My Homies Hate Ticketmaster. So he is absolutely against all the bullshit fees and whatever that Ticketmaster yep. charges. Yep. Um, so basically sticking it to him, he actually said that he... Other than shows that he was already committed to as far as, like, festivals and stuff, um, he was going to uh, not release any more, like, shows that he's going to play this year because he is trying to avoid shows that Ticketmaster has to sell the tickets for. Because oh, he yeah. is, he's like, I, for some college kid to have to pay, like, three four hundred dollars to come watch him play is just absolute bullshit which it is i, I agree. admire and it's not like he's like a big name he's like not making millions of dollars he just got out of the navy last year yeah so and a lot of his older songs too that he because he released a couple like self-released albums eps whatever uh while he was still in the navy um a lot of good songs on those too definitely recommend giving him a listen one of my favorite um youtube videos or songs whatever but he like you know the album or the spotify released song is a little bit different sometimes than what he puts on youtube damn cold vampires or whatever the fucking title is when mm -hmm. he's like in the attic of his house or something and he's playing you can like see his breath that i would highly recommend watching damn cold vampires the youtube video love it yep um, I'm trying to remember, there was one song that he, like, where he kind of took off. Um, it's actually him playing the song 
in front of the barracks when he was still in the Navy. Oh, wow. Um, <sighs> heading south. Yeah, that's a good one. Just I've not seen that. Just ripping fucking sweat. Uh, it's on his YouTube channel. Um, heading south. That was actually the first song of his that I had heard and what got me onto it. Probably still my favorite Zach Bryan song to this point. Uh, highly recommend that one. Uh, as far as the album itself, I mean, the fucking guy. Who puts out this day and age 34 songs in one album? I mean, I got to give him a fucking bushel or a 30 rack just for that. I mean, he's, he, that's, oh, yeah. I mean, more than one song per beer. Yeah. Yep. That's impressive. Um, That's just taking care of the people. Yeah. And it, odds are he's never going to be on country radio because he's not fucking Kane Brown and doesn't do the clap tracks and the fucking bullshit whatever the fuck they play in country I hope, radio. Yeah. I, I hope we get back to a point where like the people that are doing the mainstream shit right now start to fade out and we get to stuff that's like not mainstream, but then they start to make it mainstream because yep. it's just the variety is so much better. Um, and I think both of the albums we reviewed apply to it yep. because Zach, he, he sounds different than like what, uh, Oak treaty revival does. Excuse me. So, you, they're still like up and coming they're not like mainstream but like mix them together and they're not kane brown they're not i love luke combs yeah. but they're not luke combs they're like different things right. so try to have a better fucking mixture of that shit and everyone will be happy right and that's the beauty of like spotify or apple music or amazon music like you can stumble upon hell yeah these types of acts and it's not just what country radio is trying to cram down your throat yeah down your suck hole yeah awesome so that was how many lattes a movie review from each of us an album review from each of us that's something that as long as you guys don't fucking cry about it um even if you do that's something that we're gonna probably gonna do once every three four episodes whatever it is once a month come on yeah it's not that hard Jeez, louise just listen to it i mean if you haven't heard of any of the four things we talked about and if one of them ends up like, wow, I like that, you're welcome. And if you guys like All Quiet on the Western Front, please fucking tell me that I'm wrong. Yes. Feedback well, I would on love that. to hear it. Maybe I do just sit through the rest of it then. Maybe you hated the gray man. Maybe you thought it was just very like weak storyline. Whatever. Just tell us. We, yeah. we won't listen. We're not going to take offense. But just give us the comment and but, whatever. But if you tell me that Zach Bryan sucks, you're an idiot. <laughs> You probably have shitty taste in music. No offense. All right. So that's how many lattes. And we're going to wrap it up here. A few more, you know, little stories or little, uh, not segments, but so last weekend and this weekend. um, Yeah. This has been on the roster since episode one and we have not got to it yet. We haven't hit it. We have to hit it. So we're. We'll try to keep it quick. We're an hour and five, whatever we are in. Thank you for listening. If you're still listening, um, you get a free t-shirt. Once we get t-shirts, we'll give you a free one. Um, That's limited to one person. So be sure to reach out. Uh, Last weekend, this weekend. So last weekend, um, I went to, Lindsay and I went to David Spade. It was a Christmas gift that she gave me. Fucking knocked it out of the park. Lindsay is Denver's wife. Correct. For those of you who are wondering. Yep. Uh, My wife knocked it out of the park with a, just didn't even like, I opened it, and I'm like, holy fuck, this is cool. And it was last Saturday. 
at the Overture. Um, fun fact, if you guys aren't familiar, you can just go to the Overture now. You don't have to show any sort of um, papers or anything. Uh, you don't have to prove that you're a certain type of human being. You can just go to the Overture, which seems strange. Is that a reference to maybe some sort of passport that may yeah, have yeah, been yeah. required in yep. the past? You don't need a... You still need tickets, I would imagine. Correct. Actually, I think you can... So we walked in. There's a metal detector, which you have to go through. Totally appreciate that. That's fine. Because it usually it's Madison. It usually little, signifies little Chicago. It usually signifies that you might have a weapon on you. And when I'm going to a comedy show or a concert, I just I personally don't need a weapon. I don't need anyone else to have a weapon. So we walked in through a metal detector, and then boom, we're in the lobby. Go to the bar, overpriced drinks, which they made a decent drink. I was happy. Seven and seven. How are you? Um, Turnpike we did, doors. We didn't have to have tickets to do that. So, really, you could just do that if you wanted. Okay, good to know. I probably won't, but that's good to know. Anyhow, great show. David Spade, from what I gathered, either his first time or he has not been to Madison for stand-up in a long goddamn time. I think it was his first time doing stand-up in Madison. The Farley family was in attendance. Oh, nice. Which was called out multiple times. That's awesome. Uh, I should have been prepared. John Farley, I believe, is like one of the brothers. So Chris, RIP, Kevin is the one that like was... Semi-famous. Semi-famous, and I think John. John did like the emceeing, like he opened up the show, five, ten minute little thing. Caught me off guard. Any of them do fat guy in a little coat? He, so I said to Lindsay, I'm like, he seems like he's, unless the whole family's like this... He's trying to be Chris. Like, it was a little strange, the body movements and, yeah. like, the yelling and stuff. I appreciate it. He was just trying to, like, open up the show and, like, get everyone awake. Some of the people that we saw there, which um, I think David Spade called, yeah, David Spade called out. So fucking funny that he did that, too. There, I mean, people coming in in the rascal scooters that are 9,000 pounds. And if that's you... And you're listening, and there's a legitimate reason for what I can't. I mean, I'm overweight. We Tell, appreciate you. We appreciate you, but David Spade fucking called you out, and it was hilarious. <laughs> um, so he was just trying to wake up the crowd, get him going. Kind of weird, but it, it was fine. Then he had two openers, Brent Gill and this guy something Miyamoto. He said multiple times he looks jap or he is Japanese, but he doesn't look Japanese. Yeah, Bobby Miyamoto. Both of them were good. Very different styles. Um, Brent Gill was like some of the big things that he talked about. Um, the one that comes to mind right away. He talked about the bidets. You ever used a bidet? I have not. Me either. He said it's life, like life-changing. like life You have I've to do it. I've heard that. Uh, so, I haven't had the opportunity. And he elaborated on the... So the bidet washes your butthole... And it gets the poop off your balloon knot. Um, but there's also a female washing portion of it that sprays the other... Are those called douches? ...part of your undercarriage. And he said... He elaborated on that, and it was fucking hilarious. So Brent Gill, I would recommend. YouTube, Spotify, whatever he's got. Funny guy. Bobby Miyamoto comes out. Slow-moving, awkward walk, and like talks kind of slow and strange. Turns out he had a stroke. He worked that into his show, 
Like, he had a stroke like recently. Recent, okay. Yep. And he, like, is changed because of it, but he's capitalizing on it and turning it into comedy, which he did a fantastic job of doing. Some of the things he talked about, uh, sweating, which we were, so I don't know when Lindsay got the tickets, but we had seats that were dead center, but toward the top. And the seats are very narrow and heat fucking rises. I run hot as it is. I was dripping. And this guy's talking about sweating and I was under the influence and I get like self-conscious a little bit. I'm like, he is calling me out and the people around me right now are smelling me like this fucking guy. Are you kidding me? I mean, he talks about prescription deodorant. Um, He talked about this place he went to for chicken wings that the hottest wings on the menu were the 911 wings. The, the waiter said, after Bobby was like, yeah, I'll take the hottest ones. He goes, oh, the 9-11 wings? And he goes, uh, I don't think that's right. That'd be like if in Japan or wherever they had the atomic bomb tuna roll. <laughs> so he had, and he's Japanese, as he said, um, fucking hilarious. And then he was talking about people that live in Phoenix, Arizona. And one of the highlights that somebody told him was like, yeah, you know, it's it's hot. It's a dry heat. It gets so hot. But, you know, one nice thing, when the dog shits in the yard with the heat, the dog poop gets so hard, you step in it, and it just kind of breaks apart. And Bobby goes, you're telling me the nicest thing about Phoenix, Arizona <laughs> is the dog shit breaks apart. Yeah, I don't need to live there. So he was, he was fucking awesome. And then, obviously, David Spade knocked it out of the park. He referenced and talked to the Farley family in the crowd multiple times. Really cool interaction. Um, some of the stuff he talked about, he he went to a trip recently to a foreign country, an island tropical vacation, and there were just crabs that overtook his room. It was crab season, quote-unquote. And then he called like the guy to like come say, he's like, oh, yeah, you know, but they... They're harmless. They're not going to do anything. And he's like, well, there's fucking 40 of them in my room. So just imagine going to a tropical vacation and being wealthy enough to be like David Spade level. And you walk into your villa and there's 40 fucking pinching crabs in your, where you're sleeping. And you're just supposed to ignore them. It's just, so some of the stories he had, holy shit. Um, yeah, that was my last weekend. Lindsay and I went to that top notch. Thank you, David Spade. I know you're listening. Appreciate you very much. So we went to Rob Schneider in yeah. Iowa oh, yeah. last year. Yep. Uh, better, as good, not quite as good. We had, I would say, a better overall experience, the four of us going to Rob Schneider. Other than the pictures that you sent me that were in the bathroom or hallway or whatever that was? Um... The Snapchats? The, I mean, those. No, I'm saying when we went to Rob Schneider. Oh, that, that was a better experience. The art exhibit at the Overture by the bathrooms. Um, some people are into it. Some people might not be. Was not for me. But if you're in the Overture, second, third floor, whatever, go to the bathrooms. There's a nice little art exhibit that'll make you want to throw up. Um, Rob Schneider was as funny as David Spade, if not funnier. And just because of the four of us being there and like... Possibly his material as well. You just relate better to him or... Yeah. I okay. would say, yep. I would say David Spade is, you know, he rides the the center of the aisle and leans left or something on a few things, yes. which is fine. And we still laughed at that. And they made jokes. All three of them made jokes about both 
you know, main which uh, is parties. Great. Yeah, you gotta you gotta play both sides. Um, but yeah, Rob Schneider, Jesus Christ, that was. I mean, sorry, I don't want to out Lindsay on having a spit take, but she <laughs> laughed so hard at one point she may have spit on, on somebody. the back of some lady's head in front of her. Like, you just don't... That was fucking incredible. That but was phenomenal. I will say, hilarious. when we were at David Spade, she was laughing so hard at one point, and the people around us, like, if you're listening, I know you're not, you were so fucking boring. It was one guy by himself. It's the Overture Center. What do you expect? True. One guy by himself on Lindsay's right, an old guy, and then these two smelly fuckers on my side to the left, and they just, like, wouldn't laugh. Like, they would quietly laugh, and I was hooting and hollering and laughing, and at one point, Lindsay was laughing so hard, I'm like, and I wanted to, but I'm like, if we both start laughing together, we won't stop. <laughs> and I'm like, these people just aren't about it right now. So, we we had a great time. There was some really fucking funny stuff, but yeah, Rob Schneider, we obviously let loose. We were spitting on people, so that was just an a little tiny bit above David Spade and his friends at the Overture. The setting, Diamond Joe. Is We've had some good times there. Yeah, had some good times there. Yeah. yeah. What did you do last weekend? Last weekend, wow. Not nearly as exciting um, as your weekend. So uh, did some grocery shopping. Hell yeah. Um, Sunday morning. Got to get up nice and early. Uh, had to be at the high school in town by 6... 30, 7.30? 7.30. Oh, I was going to say... We got up at 6.30. 7.30, we had to be at the school um, for third grade girls basketball. Fuck. Um, so the oldest uh, is in basketball. Um, Lodi hosted the tournament this weekend or uh, whatever, the games this weekend. Um, so uh, we got back to 500. Uh, girls won both of their games. The second game, it was actually pretty fucking funny. Uh, both teams that we played this weekend, neither one of them have won a game yet. Um, and if I was the a father on the Madison Memorial team, holy fucking shit. Um, we beat them by one point. And <laughs> so one nothing. Somebody made a free throw. Uh, I think it was like eight to seven. To be honest, Sick. dude, they play two. I think it's eighteen minute halves, and it's fucking painful. Um, me and one of the other dads uh, have this thing where we're gonna invite people to bring flasks, and we're gonna take a shot for every uh, jump ball there is because there's so fucking many of them. It's ridiculous. <laughs> But we won the second game against Madison Memorial by one point. And the only reason that we won that game was because one of their girls scored two points for us. Holy they shit. have not won a game yet. They had the opportunity to do it, but they fucked up so bad that they scored two points for us. We won by one point. That I mean, that's a coaching mistake. Yeah. And then after yeah, that, it's parenting. Yeah. Oh, and that's the funny thing. I mean, it's not funny. Um, not We're not sexist here at all. No. Uh, our three coaches, all women. Their three coaches, all men. Ooh, in your fucking face. Memorial? Madison Memorial. In your fucking face, Madison yep. Memorial. Suck on that. Yeah. Uh, well, I guess this is 2023. I shouldn't assume what their genders were. Uh, Correct. But we're, our three coaches are all female. Yeah, they have so. confirmed. Yes. 
Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that's in itself entertaining. Whether or not you enjoyed it in the moment, reflecting on it is I, I enjoyed hearing it. <laughs> hey, so we're four hundred. The girls have two more uh, regular season games. Uh, we'll see how that goes. That's not this weekend, luckily. Um, we got a weekend off. Um, yeah. yeah. Speaking of this weekend, any big plans this weekend? Uh, this weekend. So it was my oldest um, birthday this week. I'm mm, getting yep. old. Uh, we have her birthday party coming up on Saturday. Uh, so we have a bunch of family, uh, both the wife's side and my side coming over. Uh, and then I'm just going to watch, I'm going to watch some football. Yep. Nice. You? Um, God, drawing a blank right now, but I'm sure there's some stuff that we got going on. Uh, tomorrow night, the Badger game, Badger hockey. Um, excited for that. That's for my father-in-law's birthday. So, oh, nice. Yep. So, groupy guys going then, Six obviously. of us going, yep. So, that'll be fun. Uh, catching dinner first at Off-Broadway. Great place if you haven't been there. Um, uh, I believe we went on New Year's a couple of years ago just for drinks. That sounds right. Yes, it does. But, yeah, great place. Awesome fish fry. Monona, um, right? What's that? Monona. Yeah, just Off-Broadway. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Weird how <laughs> that name... Um, so that's what we got Friday, Saturday, hmm, there might be something, I'm not sure, but yeah, nothing too crazy, watch football of course, I think we should definitely give some predictions tomorrow or the next day, maybe in the morning, Yeah. You know, we have 30, 30 to 40 people that depend on our Instagram stories right. at this point, so we need to treat them well. Yeah. Um, speaking of which, Instagram story, uh, we had a gentleman reach out when we posted a little bit earlier. What do you want us oh, to talk about? Yeah, and he said, "Give us some picks for the American Express tournament on the PGA Tour." So I, I got the the field here. Today was the first day. Um, we have a score of ten under from Davis Thompson. So uh, never heard of her. Yeah, I was gonna say, not familiar, but he's probably not gonna stay there. Oh, I just refreshed. He's down to nine under, so sucks to suck, Jeez, Davis. Live. Where are they still playing? They're in California. Oh, that's right. Okay, so yep. California. So it's a little behind. Um, some other almost dark out there though. Some other names: Xander Schauffele tied for fifth. Sam Burns second. Um, John Rahm. John Rahm. He's in tied for fifth right now. Um, so let's. He wanted to see some picks. If you think who's gonna win. Kyle, well, based don't on, listen to Denver, obviously, based Kyle's on the two last for two, weekend. Two for two, not a um, big deal. If I'm putting my money on anybody, uh, and again, this is a different sport, um, I'm more of a football guy myself. I do love watching some golf, though. I'm going to go with Figala Ooh. and Rom. That's who I'd be putting my money on, okay. just based on where they're at right now. Yep. Um, Striking distance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. I mean, a lot of golf left to play, but... Yep. I'm going to say... Uh, Let me pick... guess, you're going to go with Dustin Thompson? Nope. Uh, I'm going to pick two people as well. Um, one of them, I'm scrolling right now. Um, Tiger Woods isn't on there. Nope, there you go. See that. Charlie Hoffman. So he's tied 26. He's 500. He's finished for the day. So not too far behind. Oh, Davis is back up to uh, minus he 10. just finished. Wow, he just finished minus 10. So he's five back. Big deal. A um, lot of golf. A lot of golf. So Charlie Hoffman, fun story about him. I heard on a separate podcast that he has a nickname of the... 
pigeon or it's a bird because he just comes across no eagle maybe birdie comes through and he just shits on people because he talks like a good oh, seagull like, he's maybe yeah seagull yeah um he talks good shit so yeah charlie hoffman love him um jason day i'm not into the whole um what's the thing with the crystals in your ears and you get like vertigo vertigo yeah he's got that so i'm gonna say he's not gonna make it crystals in your ears i guess i've never heard of that at all uh, i'm gonna go scotty scheffler so he's number two in the world He's only at um, uh, four under right now, forty second. He's tied with. He's gonna have a big weekend. So our picks. Let's let's go back. Scotty Scheffler, Charlie Hoffman, Kyle. You said John Rahm and Figala. Figala. Okay. So Brett, there you go. Um, appreciate you chiming in, saying what you want to hear on the podcast. Uh, other than that, there's shit we wrote down, but I mean we're at we're at fucking. We're over the hour last episode. Yeah, we're cl- approaching We've seen an hour and a half. longer and longer. And we really cut back. We wanted to talk football so hard. Not a football co- podcast, but we wanted to talk f- at the commercial break. We you were- only have like 20 weeks of the year to talk about pro football. Yeah. You know, Bo, Bo's feedback. And don't talk about the Packers so much. But appreciate the listening. Thank you for the feedback. Um, yeah, that's basically episode three, I would say. Yeah, look out for some more uh, football insight on probably Instagram. Yeah, Instagram stories. Um, yeah. Maybe a reel, maybe. Maybe. I mean, we got 1,500 views on the reel of my hot take that fucked up, and I was wrong. Well, I mean, there's some people everybody commenting. and their brother, you were literally the only one with that take. Yeah. But Well, it was close. The first half, it could have happened. Yeah. So, whatever. Not salty about it whatsoever. Um, Just remember, Giants, Bills, Super Bowl. That's all I'm going to say. I'm all for it. Go Bills. That's episode three. Thank you guys for listening. Yeah, appreciate um, you. Sponsors this week. Uh, Melio's and Wanakee. I had a fucking phenomenal sandwich there uh, a day or two ago. And if you get a chance, Scott and his crew there in uh, Wanakee, Give them the opportunity to make you a sandwich. They will not disappoint. And if you go inside or you talk to them, drop something like, hey, you know, uh, Denver and Kyle said on their podcast that you guys make a good sandwich. Whatever you want to say. Uh, tip them. Maybe don't. Do whatever you want. Food's so expensive. Scott, oh, like I paid like nine bucks. I know you. And you, I charged... Like you charge me nine or ten dollars. Groceries are expensive, man. Fucking A. Thanks I get a lot, it. inflation. I get it. It's not your thing. He's got to make a living, too. I, Dude, speaking of which, he should probably get on the show and he can pay us to be on here. Anyway, thank you. Episode three in the books. Appreciate you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Goose Island, uh, Bourbon County, Ooh. a 2020 bottle we cracked open today. Not so good. Uh, New Riff Bourbon, uh, Big Deal Brewing. Um, yes. Phenomenal. Yes. Bush Light, as always, delicious. Top notch. Yep. Appreciate you. Yep. So, yeah. Pretty good, Neil. Good, Neil. Heh! <laughs>